Uh, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for being with us today. This is Deviant. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for being with us today. This is the Deviance Welcome Podcast, brought to you by Volatile Patience. I'm John, and with me, as always, my co-host, Cell. Say hi to the people, Cell. Hi, the people. Fantastic. So, John, before we get started this week, um, I have a tale of betrayal. A tale of betrayal in two parts. In two parts. All right. Lay it on me. So, last week, I gave a shout out to my coworker and friend, Mario. Mario. Yes. I I have worked shoulder to shoulder with this man for 15 years. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> wow that is almost as long as you and i have been working together uh j- i mean not quite because we're getting closer to 20 we're getting closer to 20 well that, i mean but, almost uh, you know three quarters of the way but yeah so i have worked shoulder to shoulder with this man for 15 years he is a co-worker and a friend he handed me his phone when i told him that i had a podcast and he says yeah i fucks with you and had me on his phone, subscribe to our podcast. So when I'm hearing that we have one follower who's listening, listening week after week after week, I'm assuming it's him. Uh-huh. And I hollered at him about that shout out. Right. And he had no idea what I was talking about. Our guy. Damn. Our, 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 our one gender non-specific person who we don't know, who I threw under the bus by assuming that it was my boy oh, Mario. Oh, man. So we have the one follower is still unknown at this point. And, hey, if you're listening to this episode, fucking hit us up, yo. Tell you what, <laughs> if you are that person to apologize for Cell's mistake here, I will personally make you a Deviance Welcome t-shirt, and we will send it to you. So if you are that listener, hit me up by April Fool's Day, April 1st, 2021. If you want the the one subscriber that we have so far, you hit me up. The one that actually listens. You hit me up by April 1st, 2021. I will personally make you a t-shirt in your size. Hit me up at john at volatilepatience.com. J-O-N at volatilepatience.com. And we will hook you up for that just because we appreciate our fans and sell underestimated you. Thank you for listening. Now to business. To business. Or or the regular business. The regularly scheduled business. <sighs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Heavy sigh. Deep, deep heavy sigh. <sighs> this was your worst idea ever. This was my worst idea ever. <laughs> this This episode is 100% my fault, people. Um, com. if you feel like bitching at me for it, <laughs> I am all ears and I totally, totally deserve it. <laughs> I thought we don't have any ideas on the plate right now. So what could we do? Oh, we haven't discussed the fact that Cell and I both separately, of course, <laughs> practice BDSM. I thought 
it would be a fun idea because we have not represented that side of ourselves just yet, that particular and, – and that is, by all accounts, deviant behavior because it scares the normie people. Sure. So it belongs on deviant's welcome. Sure. I think. Yeah. So I had the, we'll say, wonderful idea. Incredibly flawed. Uh, that we should review – Fifty Shades of Grey. The movie. What were the you movie. thinking? Because I have heard a lot of bitching about it. So I wanted to see it for myself. Because sure. I heard that it was just a gross misrepresentation of the BDSM community. And I expected it would be because it's a mainstream movie. The book um, was worse. I'm sure. I have, I have heard a little bit. But... In any event, I decided we should go ahead and rip apart the movie for ourselves. Well, watch the movie and Ugh. then rip it apart ourselves and give you guys kind of a little bit of a, a, a crash course, I guess you could say, like a, a 101 course on what BDSM is supposed to be like in case you happen to be that guy whose Who girlfriend made know. you watch Fifty Shades of Grey. And you were like, hey, this is a good idea. I'm going to be a dominant. And then you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. So we're going to get into a little bit of that. Or we're going to suss all this out. Or or you're the guy who whose girlfriend makes him watch this and you decide you're going to be the submissive. Or you or <laughs> or you decide you're going to be the submissive because that's absolutely 100 percent totally valid. And yep, that is the perfect way of saying that totally valid. So, let's dive in. First and foremost, rich guys get away with a lot of stuff. There's a there's a lot of stuff in there. Like we're talking, I mean, he he steals from her, uh-huh. like right out the gate. He steals the paper with the questions uh-huh. on him, whatever. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's it's so cute, but it's fucking theft. <laughs> like if he were an ugly middle class, I mean, an ugly, ugly, uh, like a, a fast food worker. Right. Right? <laughs> right. Would you like some fries with that? Let me steal your questionnaire. Right. He's going to jail. The most realistic part <laughs> of this movie <laughs> is the rich guy getting away with everything. So much. Oh, my God. He stole her fucking car. Stole her car. Stole her car and had his fucking driver sell her car. Yep. Sold it for you. And and what? <laughs> and that's just the movie representation. Like the book had some other shit that was going on. I don't. Th- I, no, I don't. I don't think there was a particularly theft. I don't recall. I didn't actually read the book myself. I my 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 knowledge of the book comes from years and years and years and years and years ago when this first came out as the book. Okay. Um. And and the controversy about it as a book was the big thing when it was like the number one bestseller or whatever on Amazon or whatever for a while. Um, there was a YouTuber that I watched and he was known to be a virgin and he decided to do like a reaction video type format series of reading 50 shades of gray on his channel. So that's how much I know about this was watching him read it. Okay. So you... Okay. Audiobook style-ish so, kind of read it. But. Yes or no, you have read the book. Uh, in terms of owning the book myself and opening the pages, no. In terms of like watching somebody read it out loud. Um, the entire I've, thing, though. Not the whole thing. Okay, no, so no, you have there, not read it. There were def- Right. There were definitely points that I missed. Okay. So, yeah, I, I have not read the book at all. I 
shuddered to watch the movie. I didn't want to watch it. But for these purposes, I felt I needed to get, you know, at least my two cents in because I had heard gross misrepresentation. So I got to see how bad it is. Right. And yeah, 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 yeah. Misrepresentation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so one of the things that we do have to keep in mind with this is that there is going to be a difference between fictional fantasy and what the real world is. Right. And you can get away with some things in fictional fantasy that in real life you absolutely should not try to do. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I feel like in this case, the reason you should not is because there is not a there's not a lot of light being cast on this particular thing, sure. which sure. is you know it's considered deviant, sure. right? Right. So there's not a light lot of light cast on. It's like we had discussed in the last episode, where the only time the mainstream media mentions metal is when a dude bombs black churches and happens to have a black metal shirt on. Right. 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 This is the same type of thing. You only hear about BDSM sure. in a grossly misrepresentation. Uh, misrepresented yeah grossly misrepresented way way thank you (laughs) in a movie sure um now but see here's the thing and 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 millions there was millions of people have watched this movie probably billions at this point there was there was a reason that i said this in the sense that another movie that also touches on this topic in a very deep way and is even more of a gross misrepresentation but a lot better of a movie is secretary. <laughs> okay. Uh I I have heard of it briefly. Yeah. But in, in 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 terms of like doing things quote unquote the right way, um 50 shades as a movie was a lot closer to better to to good than what happened yeah. in secretary. But the secretary is a lot better of a movie. <laughs> just just all yeah. around, just a better movie. So, okay, before we just decide to rip it apart, I thought maybe we would go into some of those things, and it's a perfect segue you gave me. What kind of things Fifty Shades of Grey got right? Yes. In terms of the contract, I was happy to see there was a contract right. discussion. Yep. Right? And I'm, I'm glad that they kind of worked in a little bit of that, like, foreplay aspect to sure. the contract discussion because that's that's part of the fun. Right. I mean, sitting there discussing, mutually discussing, legally discussing. <laughs> Depending what, on which state you're in. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, you know, what you are allowed to do to another person. Like, not only does it, it create a certain, a very specific level of safety mm-hmm. that is necessary for that type of play. Yes. But... It's sexy to sit there and talk to a girl about, okay, contractually, I'm allowed to do this to you. Right. I am allowed to do this to you. And once you sign this, that's that. Right. Right? That's sexy. That's awesome. It's or, fun. Or boy, or whoever you're talking about. Or boy, about. yeah. <laughs> For me, girl. But sure, yeah, sure. no. Right. I don't I don't discriminate. Right. Hey man. Or or girl, get yours. Right. That's great. Uh so there was a bit of the contact uh contract discussion. Um, I saw what appeared to be, and there was no contract in the secretary. No, no, it was, it was just kind of a, it happened and they both fell into it sort of situation. Okay. Yeah. That's wrong. So, yeah. That's, that's not, great. that's doing it incorrectly. <laughs> right. At the very least, you need to have a, a verbal contract. Right. And, and I say that at the very least. Right. The contract thing was there, even though it was, it was. Not necessarily. It was. It was kind of a uh, well. Cool. It's there, even though they're ignoring it. 
Well, okay, so so on on that front, I think there's a a certain degree of flexibility on that one as it's portrayed in the movie, right? Because the movie, like I said, did a lot better job of portraying these things quote unquote accurately than <sighs> the book did by like a long shot. Right, right? but I'm not comparing it to the sure, sure, to sure, the sure, book. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but like at the very least, the discussion was had yeah. in the contract. There was a discussion you know had. I mean? Like people are now, like both parties are at least now aware of what soft and hard limits are. Yeah, right? that's true. So that's everything true. that happens after that is, is even though a contract hasn't been signed per se, at least they're kind of. In... It is a level of verbal contract. Right, right. There's... So, yeah. So we'll give you the contract. I liked to see that there was actually a contract there. And that is that is a part that I imagine a lot of people who had not heard about the lifestyle would think, you know, is part of it is part of it. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't consider that. Hey, we, we did foreplay. We sat down. What was your foreplay? Oh, we wrote a contract. We wrote a contract. What? What? That doesn't at all sound sexy. Yeah, no, try there's it. Nothing sexy about that at all. Do OK, it. give do it a shot. Do it. Talk. About talk. It. Talk to your significant other today, even if it's not BDSM stuff, just. Just talk, talk to them about it. Just give it a shot. What else do we got that it did right? There was a very short. You know what? I'm not even going to bring it up as got it right. Never mind. I'll I'll add that into as a negative okay. later. Um. Uh, aside from actually the contract discussion itself, I I know that there's probably going to be some things that you're going to list as negatives that kind of have a little bit of flex in them in in circumstantially man he's telling me how i'm gonna how i'm gonna speak I'm, right out the gate I'm, this no, no, guy is calling that. his not, shot uh, well I've... he's calling his shot 15 minutes into this podcast what was your point there oh i was just gonna say you, that you the... expect me to to call some things out that that have flex uh uh i mean well let's go ahead and start hitting into the negatives then. i was trying i was trying to get in through the rest of the positives and see if there positives? were any more positives i don't know if there are any more positives i don't know you didn't name a single one so <laughs> right. i wanted to make sure you didn't have one that i didn't because I, no n not really like this movie was bad and boring well that's good so <laughs> contract was your only positive that yikes let's get in <clears throat> let's get into the negatives okay First of all, for those of you who don't know, submission is earned. When a dominant and a submissive, when when a submissive decides to submit to a dominant, it's supposed to be earned, not bought, right? Not paid for, right? That's this is not a monetary thing. Right. That's unless it is, uh, unless unless it is. <laughs> but that's a different animal altogether. We are not talking about sex work. Which let me go on record as saying should be fucking legal because then it would be safer because there's no fucking reason to not bother if people want to use that as a way to make money who fucking cares I mean, anyway it's it's fucked up that you can do it as long as there's a camera in the room you know but you can't if there's yeah. not a camera in the room i digress that's, weird. that's a different discussion <laughs> and maybe another episode sure but <laughs> submission is not bought and it kind of seemed quite a bit that the movie was like rich guy gives girl, you know, time of her life or or shows her this this amazing side. And then is like, by the way, if you want to keep me, right. you have to walk into this room right. and do whatever I tell you. Right. That's not how it really works in the really real world. Right. That's and that's just silly fantasy that 
that is insulting to the BDSM <laughs> community because it makes it seem so reckless. And if you talk to people who practice BDSM, it is not reckless. No. Safety is the Number utmost one. concern. And consent is the first thing sure. on everybody's list. Like, there's a lot of irresponsibility in this movie that's being portrayed as, oh, this is the community. And there's a lot of the community that's like, no, the fuck it's not. No, no it's not. Right. Like, a lot of this is not okay. Right. They're, they're, it seemed like... You know that a lot of the I mean I heard there was like what twenty full minutes of sex in this movie. I mean like there was a lot of sex scenes. Sure, but a lot of the stuff you're seeing in the red room, those are like I mean maybe not a lot of what you're seeing, but some of what you're seeing in there is pretty like varsity level stuff uh, in terms of I mean varsity is is a subjective term. <laughs> I'm talking in terms of the context that goes into something like that, like you, you may want to categorize, you know, cock and ball torture as <laughs> as varsity, whereas a simple spanking may not be. But you need the same level of context for one as you do sure. the other. Otherwise, you're being irresponsible. Sure. Uh, you uh, say that. And that's what I mean by a varsity thing. OK. At right. that I point, gotcha. before yeah, you're yeah. you're making contact with a submissive in any form. Right. right. You have discussed the act. You have gotten you have gotten consent. Right. Like illustrated specific consent. Right. 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 And you've developed a relationship with this person. You've developed a safe word that she's not just going to ignore because she wants to stay with the rich guy. And like and, and you understand what those mean, that those things are not necessarily something you should just go ahead and try without any understanding of a a another principle of BDSM that they only barely touched on just once aftercare. I saw one like second or two where he's walking down the hall with her wrapped in a blanket. Uh -huh. Right. But then there's the one earlier after the first little uh, impromptu spanking she gets sure where she's, acting very much like a submissive that is she i think she even asks him to stay right mm -hmm. she actually is like asking for aftercare and he's like nope bye i'm sorry what <laughs> right that is that is not okay right if you if you are interested at all in bdsm look up the term aftercare and find out what the fuck it means because it is essential and they don't mention it, and then they treat it kind of like a fleeting thing. Yeah, they in don't. This movie. They don't. They don't even mention it by by name. Nope. By by terminology at all. And if we're it's, talking one, it's, old, yeah, it's 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 one little scene of something that looks like it could maybe count as it. Right. And then beyond that, it's not present in and, this movie. And if you have no context in that scene, you don't like uh, because I'm familiar. I knew. That it was supposed to be aftercare. Right. Right. But if you have no idea, that's not what you're going to pick up on. Right. And it is a principle. It is one of those things that you must understand right out the gate because it happens to both people or however many people it could. Right. You know. Sure. It needs to be present. Right. Because. Or at least or at least have negotiation about it. it yeah. It needs you know to be. I mean? It like, needs to be discussed. There's there. There are definitely some people that I have known. Um who don't 
do aftercare, but they negotiate that, right? And they usually pair up with partners who also don't need aftercare or they have an a, a, another art, another partner who handles the right. aftercare part exactly. or something like that, well, right? Like that's that's all stuff that gets negotiated. I knew, I knew someone whose aftercare was jumping from one scene into another scene, and, <laughs> right? Like and, that, yeah, was, and, that was their aftercare. But that's the thing. Aftercare is still present. Sure. I, I, um, I've spoken with someone whose aftercare is to just be by themselves right and and they like to play video games yeah. and just kind of you sure. know be, it's be. it's a recalibration because right. when you're in a session you are either dominating or submitting and that is psychologically taxing as well as physically taxing it's it's a high it's an endorphin rush you need to come down right just like any other chemical reaction in your brain any drug you've ever taken you got to come down and however that may be you know, video games or more traditionally people will cuddle or something like that. Um, but whatever it is, that's essential. Right. And it needs to be addressed, especially sure. in a movie that is bringing this sort of thing to light. Especially when they when they went so far as to delve into the contract aspect of it. Like if that if they were go really willing to go to that level to, to talk about that aspect of it, why would they not talk about? Right like the just as critical back end stuff of it. Exactly. If you're right? you've got like they covered sorta of, kinda of the front end stuff and then didn't touch the back end. Yeah. At all. You're gonna you're gonna Maybe that was because anal fisting was a hard limit. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh anal fisting. That was pretty funny though. I will admit I actually cracked a smile there. That was funny. Uh, the actress, the the actress, I thought was great. I, well, I don't remember her name, but look, I've seen her in other stuff. Uh, the movie itself was not horrible. It was just boring. It was just boring. It was just boring. It was a Hallmark movie that had had porn in it. It was it was Twilight. It was Twilight with porn. Well, it it it. You mentioned that last yes, week, I think. Yes. The, one of the things that we do have to be aware of on this is that this did start out as alternate universe universe fanfic for Twilight. Yeah. So, so there's that. Good God. <laughs> Drawing on that parallel, I would say that the actress in Fifty Shades was a lot more endearing of a character, I'll say, than whatever her name is in Twilight. Okay. I read the book on Twilight, and I actually read the book on that one, and it was so bad. I did not read the book. I have seen <laughs> all of the movies. Oh. You know what? My girl was a fan of them. Sure. She asked me to watch them. Sure. I watched the first one. The story itself was not bad. I can't stand the fact that vampires glitter in the sunlight. They don't they don't fucking sparkle. I don't <laughs> care if this doesn't make it onto the podcast. I'm putting it here. Vampires do one thing in the sunlight. One thing. And Burn. it is not goddamn sparkle. You want a fucking rant? Ask me that before a podcast, and I will go off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take it out of the podcast. We'll get back to a different focus. We'll see. Okay. Ugh. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave that in just so that people understand why you're so steamed. <laughs> me. Woosa. <laughs> they use a lot of flexibility in this in this movie you know with the contract and in in bdsm rules aren't made to be broken right they're made to be followed to a t sure and i feel like there's a decent amount of flexibility there um 
and, and and this is this is the one where I'm going to kind of push back a little bit, right? Because we are talking about like if if we were to like apply real world to this. That's okay because this is this is one of my weakest points. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, if we were going to apply real world to this, right? Um, there's a a certain amount of um, flexibility that you would have to have, right? If you're dealing with an experienced dominant, regardless of gender, and a virgin maybe submissive then this person who is being expected to sign away a lot of their power needs to really know what they're getting into in a way that that person has no access to so when you have things like the the big scene where she gets hit with a braided belt which it was a crop in the in the book, uh, but gets hit with a braided belt six times for what's the worst punishment? Yeah, <laughs> um, which uh, I laughed so hard at that part. The, hard, um, the hardest punishment. The hardest. Show me your worst, and it's a braided belt. That's okay. That's anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, the the she she you know she did request that right like it there was like some verbal contract there in that sense right it was it was she wasn't getting punished as a matter of course out of it being a lifestyle thing right it was okay we're having a conversation if the contract had been signed she would be getting punished in this situation right what would that be like go ahead and do it this one time right just to kind of get a feel for what what she's getting into right right and i think on those grounds in the real world, if you were going to be doing something like that, something like that would have to happen on some level for somebody to learn what they're doing. Uh, if, you're okay. be- if you're being responsible about it. Okay. On some level. Yeah. But that's circumstantial. But, that's and, not and like yeah. a, that's not a general rule. That's where I was going right? to come that's at you. That's a very with... specific situation where, where that kind of thing would have to be. Yeah, there is. There is not a hard and fast rule, and I, I wanted to touch back on what you're talking about uh, in the beginning of your point. How he's like the the girl is a rookie. She's a a virgin Total at rookie. that. She's a virgin at sex, yes. not even just a virgin to the BDSM community, right? Or or the lifestyle rather. Right. But it's very and it, it goes back to irresponsible dominance for me. You're handing a rookie, a virgin, a rookie. A 24-7 contract. Right. For those of you who aren't keen on the lingo, I'm sure you can probably guess. But <laughs> is there is a there is a very big difference. And a, it's a very big difference in the lifestyle you have with your significant other when you have a BDSM relationship that exists only in the bedroom. Right. Right? And that's that's obviously, you know, only in the bedroom in quotations because it can go anywhere that you're having sex. Sure. Right. But, <laughs> oh, okay. That's where you're you see going what I'm saying? That. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it, it can be within the act itself, but it can be the type of thing. And I hear, uh, I would think it happens in a lot of cases where people have 24 7 all the time sure. things where it is kind of like what he was talking about, where here are the places you, you know, you can eat these foods right. from this place, sure. you know, these places, sure. whatever. I'm going to yes. take over literally every aspect of your life. Yeah. And that's great. But you're asking this girl 
who has no uh, idea what she would be getting into. And he's like, and he's here. trying to rush her. And he's that like, the thing yeah, that's really he's trying to rush it. He's like, Google it. Right. What? Google it. Google it. And then, and then also, why aren't you getting back to me about right. this? Like, yeah. have you figured it out yet? Have you decided yet? Have you decided yet? Have you decided yet? No, she doesn't have enough no. context to be able to decide, even if she had Googled every little bit of it. Right. She could have fucking sat on the internet reading this shit for fucking a year straight and not been able to have sufficient context. You know, it's like the difference between eating a peach and reading about eating peaches for a year. Case in point, she got freaked out. She she did a lot of Googling, right? A lot of Google this, uh-huh. right? And then she got freaked out and cried when he hit her with a braided belt six times. Yeah. Um she obviously did not have the the knowledge to be entering into something like that that right. is so it's it's so ridiculous so off the mark yes and and that kind of stuff it pisses me off yeah because they're bringing something to the general public and the general public who are not exposed to this often i mean are seeing this you know are, are experiencing the bdsm community the bdsm lifestyle for the first time and they're seeing these things, right, that in this cutesy little movie, people are are digging on and taking away from. But it's it's creating kind of like a groupie syndrome, you know, where people are just willing to try it irresponsibly because they saw it in a movie. Sure, once. sure, sure. I have a, a girl at work was talking to me about, oh, this guy came up to me and was like, you want to be my submissive? I'm like, no, <laughs> your answer is no, no. <laughs> Like, I don't no. need to, he's, she's no. like, don't you need to hear anything else? He, no, no, I don't. No. No. Your answer is no, period. Right. Text him now and say no. <laughs> Please. Please. Do this now. <laughs> Please so you're not following orders like, out of contract. It's, but but at least on those grounds you have a a trusted relationship with that person so right right you know what I mean uh, so I am I, was, I am I the objective joke, but, yeah of course <laughs> right like I am the objective person that will give her an opinion right that is in her best interest and devoid of emotion because I don't know anybody she knows right you know so right. it's not like it's not anything like that and that's the sometimes the best opinion you can get the other thing I really wanted to bring up. Is that uh, there was a line in the movie that I'm pretty sure I heard right. I, I didn't bother watching it a second time. Um, but and, and I just watched it last night. I did watched this to the last fucking. Oh, man. You know what? You know what? With the week you've had. Sure. I'm happy you did it at all. Sure. I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Anyway, there is a line in the movie. I think it's just after the punishment or something like that. No, maybe it was maybe just not. before. It was just before the punishment. If it's the one that I think that you're about to drop. Where he's he's totally fucked up. 50, sure. 50 yeah. shades of fucked up, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. was. That was just before. And and I did a little bit of reading. And spoiler alert for those of you who are actually going to watch the other movies or read the rest of the books. I'm not going to. I would recommend you don't. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> I have no interest. But I heard that Christian Grey is redeemed at the end of the last book. Because he doesn't need, he's he's relieved of his deviance uh-huh. because of of Anastasia's love or uh-huh. something like that, and uh-huh. he's talking about how he's uh-huh. fifty shades of fucked up, uh-huh. 
And I'm thinking, that, that, you know, that's also the fantasy, right? This that that that's just your typical. I'll change the bad boy fantasy. Oh uh, right? yeah, that's all that. Was. You know what? I didn't even consider that's that because I was so and, busy just being angry and thinking about. Go ahead, make and your point. James is a Mormon, so. I'm not necessarily saying that as like any kind of like blasting of Mormons, but there is that like, you know, quote unquote purity thing that they have as part of their religious culture. Right. Where like they're not even allowed to have caffeine. Right. That's crazy. So so like the idea of the bad boy getting redeemed to no longer need the deviance is part of like her personal you know, okay. fantasy kind yeah. of bleeding through. Okay. Right. And that's Honestly, all that is. Yeah. I, I didn't really give it that much. I, I didn't give it that level of thought, to be fair. Sure. Because I was too busy being angry at this <laughs> portrayal of, oh, I'm totally fucked up. Right. Most of the people I know that participate within the lifestyle are some of the most emotionally healthy people. There have been studies that done I on know. this, actually. Yeah. And yes. Hey, you the know people what? who are involved in BDSM are typically some of the... Most most emotionally and and psychologically healthy people in the general population. Yep. It this this has been this has been <laughs> scientifically <laughs> proven. This you got been science. You got a site for me? Uh, I, I you find know what? me a site. Yeah, find me, me a site while let, I run. Let me let me pull that up. Uh, go ahead and uh, rant a little bit, and I'll look into it. The perception of this movie is that it's, you know the that Christian Grey is emotionless, like he won't sleep in the bed next to Anastasia or anything like that, and like. He's reluctant to, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't date, he doesn't dinners and he doesn't love, he fucks hard. And it's like, <laughs> it portrays this guy as just emotionless. And I got to tell you, that's not how it is. People that participate in BDSM lifestyle, they're more emotionally mature than probably anybody else that you, you'd meet. Because of the level of communication it takes between you and another person or however many other people, the level of communication it takes to do it right, to be safe, to to achieve the goal, right, and have none of the drawback, that is a level of communication that most people just don't understand. Like I said, if you don't believe me, talk to your significant other about that type of contract stuff. Go talk to your significant other right now about what they like and have that discussion. And you will begin to like hit the tip of the iceberg that, you know, of, of communication it takes to have a healthy relationship. All right. So I, I'm going to admit right now that I totally tuned you out while I was looking this up. Uh, so uh, I'll catch that in the edits. Um <laughs> But uh, the the website that I found that just has like the the breakdown of uh, you know the new the, the the public release news article for it is in LiveScience.com. Um, the title of the article is "Bondage Benefits: BDSM Practitioners Healthier Than Quote Unquote Vanilla People." Uh, the study was done Normies. by Andreas. Wismeyer, I'm probably getting that wrong because uh, this person is from the Netherlands who uh, conducted this study. Uh, maybe Wismeyer, I don't know. Whatever. If you can, you can pronounce that properly. Hit us up. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, sure. Let me know. Um, but uh, what 
what they found in the study is BDSM practitioners, quote, either do not differ from the general population, and if they differed, they always differed in the more favorable direction with regards to psychological health. So there you go. It portrays Christian Grey as 50 shades of fucked up. If he's 50 shades of fucked up, guess who probably shouldn't bother participating in a BDSM lifestyle until he maybe gets himself looked at and gets some help. Right. Works out some of those issues that he has right. that are present throughout the movie and, and the issues he had with his upbringing. And then maybe, then maybe he should go into his own room. And from what I understood, he was a submissive before, right? Uh, well, see, here's the thing is that historically in BDSM, that used to be the way that you did it, right? Because BDSM originally started culturally as like a gay biker thing, right? Like these guys were like soldiers who came back from the war that, you know, they were, you know, making the joke in the Navy or whatever, right? Uh, in terms of that, they would get into these biker gangs and that was one start of biker culture in a lot of ways, uh, but also the start of BDSM. And usually where the way that that worked is that it was gay men, possibly lesbians in another way. I don't know about that story. Uh, I do know about the gay men's story side of it. Um, and the people who were the experienced people were the ones who were dominants. And if somebody new came in, they started as a submissive and worked their way up through the ranks, right. essentially. Yeah. Um, and that was just how it worked in the BDSM culture for a long time. Which makes it, it makes perfect sense. It wasn't until later. And, and yeah, given given the cultural stigma of what we're talking about at this time, um, that would have been kind of more of a necessary thing just for security purposes, right? In order to not have the police banging down your door and hauling all of you off to prison. That of course. That is something that you're going to have to do. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the, the material conditions surrounding that are a little bit different. Now, as it's more popularized and mainstream uh, and, and more uh, heterosexual couples are involved and things like that, that and, and it, it's, it's, it's shifted a little bit in terms of how that plays out. That's no longer a necessity or, or part of the culture per se, the way that it was as, as, as a hard and fast rule back in the day. Mm -hmm. So him starting out as submissive, and 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 then you know becoming a dominant later that that's that tracks in no its own i was way. the only reason i was pointing to that sure. was that his dominant probably should have told him that like whoever whoever was dominating him as a submissive his, his mom's friend was that who that was okay that's, that's i don't think they mentioned was. it in the movie no they did, did they, they did they did mention that it was his okay, mom's then, friend then maybe i missed it who brought him into it but okay then maybe i missed it or you forgot because you blocked out as much of this movie as you possibly could I over the really, course of the week <laughs> you know a lot of that stuff yeah it just it didn't stick with me because the movie itself it just man so many things so many misconceptions and i wish that and and I wish I'm sure there are movies that are better representations of the BDSM lifestyle. I'm sure of it. And if there's not, there fucking needs to be. Because if you're going to publicize shit like this, sure. Get it right. Take the time. Get Take, it right. Right. If right, you're going right, to fucking right. write the book, ask some questions, especially today. Right? right? In today's day and age, you can jump on a Facebook group like that right. and you can have a bunch of different opinions and then suss out your own. Right. Right. But you'll still get the fundamentals from everybody. Right. If you jump into a group that's like that, there will be people willing to educate you and they will also be willing to tell you, 
don't get educated by this thirsty guy that's fucking <laughs> trying to get to send you that whose first question is can i get up in the dms what right, right. there yeah uh, on that front when we were just moments ago talking about how bdsm practitioners are either along the same lines as the general population or usually better uh there that's not to say that there aren't predators Right within that community, absolutely that's a place where a lot of people of that nature are drawn to. In place of them thinking that it's a easier hunting ground, and to a certain extent, um, it's not. But that's not to say that uh, it doesn't happen. In, in terms of like a, a a public community life with that lifestyle. Uh, there is a lot of effort to self-police. Oh, God, yes. But that doesn't necessarily mean that those self-policing efforts are 100%. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a, if you're, if you're going to get involved in it at a community level, uh, that's a good place to start in terms of, you know, finding safe partners, but it's not the end all be all. No, of course not. No, and, do your research. Yes. Right. Google it. <laughs> Ask questions. Ask questions. And and read up on it. Look at some things. Try different sources. Right. You know, meet some people that are willing to talk to you, not necessarily willing to fuck you. <laughs> right? Because there are, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I love it. Like I get to, I, I look at my group sometimes and I just go through the posts of thirsty dudes that have like 50 comments of people just blowing them up and it's so great Yeah, because they, they do the, this community does a great job of self-policing, you know, and, but and not perfect, but not perfect, but, not but nothing perfect. is right. You know, exactly. And, and man, there were a lot of, a lot of gripes with this particular <laughs> representation of the community. And with this within this movie. And that was and that was why I started with talking about the difference between fantasy and reality, right? Is because a lot of the stuff that's out there is the fantasy. Mm -hmm. right? Of course. Uh, it's and, the and, it's the fun parts. And right, it's right. it's all the fun parts and none of the work that goes into right, it. Right. And and on that front, like fifty shades with the contract aspect of it. At least hit that note right. Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one. That was about it. But there but, are there but, are others. But <laughs> on, on on those grounds, at least it seemed to do a lot better than a lot of the other ones that I've seen. And that doesn't make it good. No, that no. <laughs> no. Somebody needs to come out with a good movie. Good. Right. That you know hits the box office like Fifty Shades did. Right. And represents the community properly. Mm -hmm. Represents the lifestyle properly. Because what you saw in Fifty Shades of Grey is like, I, it's not close because some of the things that they do are close, but because of just the, the other, other the utter lack of context, mm -hmm. the utter lack of the work that goes into that, that act. Right. And when you're doing it properly, right. right the start to, from the contract to the aftercare. Right. If you just cut that out and leave it on the cutting room floor because it's not it's not, you know, entertaining enough to be in the movie, sure. you're grossly misrepresenting something and you're telling the general public that's what this is. Um, one of the things that was really great about this movie coming out was when it did actually come out when the first one came out. 
um, there were a lot of people from the community who were handing out flyers outside of theaters saying, if you're going to see this movie and you want information about really? what really is going on, you know, check this out. Here's some sites, see? That are resources. And okay. Like that. So like the community at That's the time awesome. was, was, did have people within it that were specifically trying to say, Hey, we know this is a popular cultural trend. They were basing their perceptions of it having not seen the movie, but based off of the book. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so in, in their minds, it was going to be portrayed a lot worse yeah. than it actually is portrayed in the movie because the book is just downright fucking gross. Really? Uh, okay. Oh yeah. It's really bad. Um, okay. Not, not, not necessarily so much in the, the sexual scenes or the BDSM practices themselves, but in terms of Christian gray as a quote unquote dominant trying to, you know, win her over. Okay. This is, you know, it was it was just way worse than than way the way it was portrayed in the movie. Okay. So and it was portrayed pretty badly in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. 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 Yikes. I'll take your indeed. word for it because I'm still not going to read it. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, the community pushback was there, and there was That's there good. was effort on from the community to okay. to educate the public on these on that. So. Thankfully, that was a thing. That's good. That I I didn't know that, but that that yeah. Thankfully, indeed, that that's uh, that's good to hear. All right. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've we've talked enough about sex today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for checking us out today. This has been Deviants. Welcome. You can check out more episodes and get access to the latest everything on our website, volatilepatients.com. Sign up for our mailing list and tell us what kind of topics you'd like to hear. Check out the sock meds if that's your thing. Facebook.com slash volatile patients. Music, all one word. On Twitter at volatile patients, spelled weird, V O L A T Y L P A T I E N C E. And on Instagram, it is spelled normally volatile underscore patients. Remember to give us a review on Apple. Which we can do now. Which we can do now. In conclusion, if you're going to try something like this, do your research. Do it right. Search the stuff. Get educated before you start acting, please. <laughs> and don't, don't just do it because Christian Gray does. And uh, that's all we got. We'll see you guys next week. Say bye to the people, so. Bye to the people.